is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 275 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, I am speaking with Amanda Warfield, and we are diving into content plan versus strategy and which you should focus on. You're going to find that I was actually kind of surprised by Amanda's answer, and she delivered it perfectly. Now, before you jump into this episode, I want to make sure that if you haven't already grabbed my email list guide, that you can make sure that you do so. Just send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose, and I will send that directly to you. You're going to hear how important your email is. So I want to make sure that if you haven't already grabbed that, that you do. Also, I am still offering my content plan audit. Many of you have already done so, but all you have to do is leave a rating or review on your favorite podcasting app, send me a screenshot via Instagram DM at Jenny underscore Melrose, and I'm going to do a content marketing audit of your social media accounts and website for free. So make sure if you haven't already taken advantage of that, you do so. Uh, Just send me that DM with the screenshot saying here is my rating and review for my content audit. All right, you guys, let's dive in. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me. I have been really looking forward to this. Me too. I am as well. So will you start off by introducing yourself and your business to my audience? Absolutely. Hi, friends. I am Amanda Warfield. I am a content marketing strategist, and my whole goal is to help you simplify your content creation process so that you can put out consistent strategic content that isn't going to take up all of your time. I imagine that a lot of the listeners are at that place where they're spending all of their time blogging, right? They're working on the blog, they're updating their blogs, they're doing all of this, but they don't have time to do those things like adding in one-to-one services or adding in digital products because they're spending all of their time on their blog. And so often when we start a blog, we think our blog is going to be our business, but in reality, our blog is just marketing for the business that we're creating. So my goal is to help y'all get to that place where you are no longer allowing content marketing to take up all of your time. And it becomes a, a source for you to bring in more clients without being the only thing that you do. So perfect and so needed because I do feel one of the biggest things I hear from clients is that they're overwhelmed, right? They just feel like so many plates are spinning, they're bound to drop, something can't keep up. So I know this is going to be a really important conversation. So let's start off with a question about what is the purpose of a content plan? Okay. So a content plan and a content strategy are often used interchangeably in the marketing space but they're not the same at all. A content plan is just you sitting down and saying, I'm going to post this thing on this day in this place. I'm going to write this blog post and it's going to have this topic. And I'm going to put that on my website and I'm going to create this Instagram reel. And this is going to be the topic and I'm posting it on this date. That is a content plan. Just writing out when you are posting what so that you go into your creation process knowing what it is that you need to create. Excellent. Okay. And I personally have a tendency to sit down, have some idea of what I'm going to be doing looking ahead. 
but I feel like there's something else we can kind of look at. So talk about what is a content strategy, because you said that they are often used interchangeably, but they're different. Right. So a strategy is taking that to the next level. When you're sitting down and deciding what your plan is going to be, it is the intention behind what you're creating. So you're not just pulling ideas randomly out of thin air and saying, okay, I am a mommy blogger and I'm going to write about this thing. And let's say it's routines and um, your, your child's bedtime routine, your morning routine and this and that without having any way for someone to take the next step with you without having some way to monetize that and get paid, whether that means that you are working with a brand to get ads, to get sponsorships, to whatever, you have to have a strategic idea and a strategic intention for how you're going to monetize those things that you're putting out there. Yes. And I do see this as a lot of bloggers will start off with a plan, right? They do. They come with the idea of this is the content I'm going to put out, but there isn't what you're talking about, that next level strategy where there's an intention for why that content is putting out there. There's an actual reason for putting it there. So let's talk about what are some of the examples of a content strategy? So let's say, let's go back again to you want to post about bedtime routines. You want to create a blog post about it. That's something that maybe your audience is asking about and you're like, hmm, how do I monetize this? How do I create this with even more intention? Maybe you want to reach out to um, your the creator of the sound maker that you use to help put your child to bed. I don't know. I'm, I'm not an expert in pitching sponsorships or anything like that, friends. I The content is my side of things. But if you want to reach out and say, okay, I want to get a sponsor for this post because it's not something that I can monetize or vice versa. Maybe you say, I want to create my own digital product about routines and how I craft our bedtime routines with my children. And you decide to craft a an offer, whether that's a PDF, an audio training, whatever that may be, you can monetize in that way. But it's going into creating the actual piece of content, knowing what the next step is going to be and not just throwing content out there for the sake of throwing content out there. Yes. That's a great example that you gave actually, because I think one of the things that I often talk about are sponsorships, how to pitch. I'm well known in the blogging industry for that. Um, And we do, we talk about this idea of putting that content out there. You want to be able to go with brands that you actually already are talking about. So sometimes that content strategy may not necessarily be happening. You're not creating a blog post, but you could be talking about them on Instagram stories, trying to get their attention, talking to them. It's and talking to your audience to see if that's actually a viable product for them. Because like we've talked about many times, the brands don't really care about us. They care about our audience. So if your audience cares about that product and you know that and can show that, that's where that strategy is coming in place and being so beneficial in order to get sponsorships with the brands that you feel would be the ideal audience for you. Now, you also talked about products, services. So I feel like when it comes to this, right, we're creating content, but I think there's a step 
in between them buying that product after we make the content. And it's a step that I know a lot of people kind of get like, you don't want to create an email list. I don't know what I should be putting together for that. Do you have any recommendations for that to get people from the free content to the paid content with that in between of the email? I do, but I want to go back for just a second because I think you said something super important about the strategy side of things that we often miss. If you're an influencer, you might think to yourself, I'm not a business owner, but you absolutely are. And any and every business owner has to think 10 steps ahead when it comes to strategy. So a content plan you create the month of or the month before, right? A strategy you are creating months and months and months before. You know, I'm trying to lead people to XYZ. And if that's, I want to get a sponsorship deal with this sound machine company, you're planning for that for months before you actually even pitch and start actually getting that sponsorship, right? So that's something that I just want to point out there. Every one of you is a business owner and every business owner needs to think 10 steps ahead when it comes to strategy. A strategy is not something that you can decide and implement the very next day. As far as getting people to take the next step, the simplest way to do this, getting them from the free content, your blog, your social media, all of those things to paid offers, the simplest way to do that is with more free content through an email list. An email list is so incredibly important to any kind of content marketing strategy you have because People show up on your website and they're just probably starting to get to know you, right? They are, they found you through Pinterest. They found you through Google SEO. They are very, very cold to you, but we have to move them to warm or hot before they're going to decide to work with you one-on-one or decide to buy some kind of product that you're selling, whatever that looks like. They're not going to do it right from the jump. So you have to get them to your email list where you can continue to nurture them. And I know a lot of people are like, listen, I can nurture people on social media. And that's true, but social media can disappear at any time. You do not own social media. Think about what was happening in 2020 with TikTok, where there were all kinds of threats about it being shut down here in the United States. I saw so many people on TikTok being like, oh my gosh, go follow my Instagram. I'm going to lose all of my followers because they had only built their platform on TikTok. You cannot use when someone else is hosting your stuff. You can't use that as the only or the main form of bringing people into your business. You need to have your own website and then you need to have an email list because those two things, you own them. You host them. You pay for the hosting. They are yours. YouTube not yours, guys. YouTube owns your stuff. You can send people back to your other things. But I've heard of, I don't know if anyone listening knows of Alex Beden. She is uh, a content marketing strategist as well. Her YouTube channel that had hundreds of thousands of subscribers disappeared overnight and it was just gone. You have to have backup plans for your business in this online space. I'm not going to go on any further, but the best thing you can do is to have an email list and offer some kind of free content that is the step before your paid content that will then get people onto your email list, people that are interested in what your paid content is going to be. And then you've got people that you can sell to when the time comes. So good. So for my listeners, I'm sure you're all waiting for me to say, oh, 
course she's getting excited because this is one of my favorite things is for someone else that agrees, social media is not, you don't own it. It is rented property. They can take it away at any time. One of the stories I always tell people is I had over 600,000 followers on Google+. We all know Google Plus is gone. (laughs) So you lost all of that content that you would put there, all the followers that were there that you were supposedly nourishing um, and nurturing. And I think that that was one of the other words that I loved that you used was to nurture them because that's what the email list is for. So many of my clients, I'll hear from them, but I don't want to seem salesy. I don't want to be in front of them. And I think that's the point is you're not being salesy. You said it. You're still giving free content. You're sending them to blog content that they may not know is out there because with the algorithms on social media, they're not always going to see it when it's immediately published. When you actually have an email list, you can send them to it and continue to give that free content to them. So I love the fact that you use the word nurture huge, huge, and so important. And also the fact that you said about having a blog and email, because what I am seeing is I'm seeing a lot of influencers right now who did come on. They came on and they did TikTok and they grew. I had someone reach out to me yesterday, 128,000 followers on TikTok. um, And he's continuing to grow on Instagram because of that. But when I looked, there wasn't a way to get onto the list. There wasn't a, a a website to actually house everything. Because when you put that content there, it's just there. It could go away. So I love that point. Absolutely. And the thing about TikTok is I just started an experiment last month where for my second business, I started TikTok to gain an audience before I launched my website. That was my my pre-launch plan, right? But I have had numerous people comment on my TikToks at this point and say, how do I work with you? And then there is, they don't take the next step. Those people are cold leads. If they decide to come work with me, great. But it is so hard to get someone off of their platform that they're enjoying when they're on social media, because when you're on social media, you're there to relax, right? We get on social media so that we can scroll and binge watch whatever it is that we're looking to binge watch and just kind of step out of reality for a minute it is going to be really hard to move people from TikTok, from Instagram, from Twitter, from Facebook over to your blog and whatnot, which is why you have to constantly be promoting it. Like you said, you see such a small portion. If you are not constantly trying to push those people, those numbers over there really don't matter. They really don't. I have almost 3000 followers on Instagram and that's great. But how many of them actually see my content? That is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to your marketing strategy. And you have to recognize that those numbers are great. Do what you can to grow those audiences. But only a very small portion of those are going to actually turn into paying customers because there are so many different steps they have to take to get from social media to website to email list to sale versus when people find you from Pinterest or SEO or something like that. It's just website the email list. And that is a much shorter step. So keep that in mind too. If you're only focusing on social media, that's great. It's great if you can grow an audience there, but it can't be the only place you're growing your audience. Yes. So good. So I have a question for you. That's kind of a little aside from this, because you brought up TikTok and you said that people were commenting, how do I work with you? Is there a way like in Instagram to DM inside TikTok to be able to have those types of conversations? Is it similar? There is, but I haven't seen anyone actually really using that feature like people do on Instagram, to be quite honest. I've invited people to send me a message because I don't want to just 
reach out and be the first one in their DMs. But people, I have not gotten a single DM from anyone, despite the fact that I've had a couple of TikToks kind of blowing up in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. No DMs. Okay. Interesting. And I think one of the keys too is that we're talking about is you need to have a call to action. Whether you are doing social media, you're having your email list, you're doing blog content, you still always have to have a call to action. Even in your blog post, you should be offering that opt-in all and every single post. And again, it's within that content strategy. I know a lot of people probably listening said, well, I created a blog. I didn't really know what I was going to do with it. Now I'm trying to go back. And some of you may be creating cornerstone content, right? What you really want to be known as by Google as an expert for SEO purposes. When you're creating that cornerstone content, think about how can I turn this into an opt-in, a way to get people onto my list to then send them to potential sponsors that you're going to work with when you do sponsored content that's within that cornerstone content, affiliates. And any products or services that you may offer. I've had plenty of food bloggers that create cornerstone content. And I look at them and go, let's create a paid digital ebook. You have all this content. You're known for this. Why wouldn't we put this out there? They're already coming to you for that. And it's an easy way to start making money for yourself rather than relying on others like ads, sponsors, affiliates, things of that nature. So I just want to emphasize this one last time with this question. Which should we focus on? Our content plan or our strategy? I'm going to be totally honest. This really depends on where you are in your business. Because if you are at the point where you are just getting started, you are not consistent with your content, you're focused mainly on audience building, just focus on the plan for right now. If that's where you are in your journey, feel free to throw spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. But once you start becoming known for something, once you find what it is that sticks with your people, you have to focus on strategy first and foremost. So good. I love that you actually said that and didn't just tell them that it was a strategy, which is what I thought you were going to do. I was trying to set you up for that. But I love that you actually took it back and said, because I think that that's a huge piece of this. Some people are listening, maybe at that phase where they're just starting to build and they're confused as to what their content is, what they are an expert in, who their audience actually is. So I think that it's important that we talk about giving yourself some grace, figuring out your path to then be able to move forward. So good. So Amanda, you have a gift for my listeners that dives deeper into content marketing. Can you walk us through what they'll learn from it? Yeah, absolutely. So it is the first initial training in my overarching membership. It's totally free. You will not be put into a seven-day free trial or anything like that. It's absolutely free, but it is the basics of content marketing. And it is just the very basic steps of what you need to know to get started with your content marketing and your content marketing creation process. So highly recommend that you guys go check that out. If you head to amandawarfield.com slash IFP. Yes, that's right. And we always, my listeners know that they can always send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose. And just tell me that you're looking for the cart content marketing. I don't know why I'm having trouble with that word today. Content marketing video training from Amanda. And I will send it directly to you so that you don't have to worry about trying to go back to the show notes to find the link. We'll make it as simple as possible. Where else can we connect with you? Where are the best places, Amanda? 
I think probably Instagram, if we're talking as far as getting to know me better, head over to Instagram. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield, but also you can check out my podcast, Chasing Simple, where I share all about simplified marketing strategies and simplifying your business in general. Highly recommend. I also just, before we close, want to double back on giving everyone permission to really see your business as an experiment. One of the biggest mistakes I made when I first got started, I said, I'm going to start a blog and the blog is my business. And I felt so much pressure to figure out immediately what my niche was, what I was going to sell, all of these different things. And I wasted a lot of time because I did not give myself that freedom and flexibility and that permission to truly just throw spaghetti at the wall. So if that's where you are in your business, don't feel bad about it. Don't feel like you're behind. You're exactly where you need to be. And it is okay to just see what sticks, build that audience and see what sticks. So good. I definitely have found that with clients when working with them, they'll come to me and say, I've had this blog for five years. It's not making any money. I'm all over the place. How do I? And that's where we do. We need to take a step back and kind of put those foundational pieces back in to see what it is that you really are passionate about and want to be able to talk about and create that content for. And then also what your audience is already starting to see you as an expert in. So I love that you added that, Amanda. Amanda, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this conversation. All right. Well, there you have it. Clearly, I was surprised by Amanda's answer, but it was just such a great conversation. We agreed on so many different things. And I know many of you that have worked with me probably knew I was wiggling in my chair as she was talking about the fact that social media is not something that you own and cannot build your entire business. I'm hoping you have taken the opportunity to hop over to the show notes and grab Amanda's free training that she is offering. If you haven't, just send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose. Tell me that you want that content marketing uh, training from Amanda, as well as make sure you grab the email list guide. And if you haven't left a rating or review yet, why not? I'm giving you a content marketing audit for free if you do so. Just send me a screenshot of your rating and review on your podcasting app on my Instagram DMs at Jenny underscore Melrose and tell me that you have done it and are looking for your content marketing audit. All right, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then. 